This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveRight, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. Today on the State of Ukraine, an alleged attack on the Kremlin. I'm Greg Dixon. Russia claims Ukraine sent drones all the way to Moscow to assassinate Russian leader Vladimir Putin. They say they shot down two drones inside the Kremlin compound. One apparently caused a fire. Ukraine flatly denies responsibility. NPR's Greg Myrie talked with Juana Summers about this development. There's video on social media, and it appears to be genuine, and it shows two separate airborne objects, apparently drones, closing in on a domed building inside the Kremlin walls. This building is known as the Senate Palace. The the drones came in about 16 minutes apart. Both explode, and at least one appeared to set off a fire. Now, this happened around 2.30 a.m. Moscow time, yet there are at least two separate videos offering a clear view of this. And you can even see bleachers that have been set up outside the Kremlin walls on Red Square. This is part of a big parade set for May 9th to commemorate the Soviet victory in World War II, one of the most important days on the, on the Russian calendar. And Greg, the Russians are blaming Ukraine for this? Yes, they are. And and Russia not only says Ukraine did this, it goes so far as to call it an assassination attempt on Russian leader Vladimir Putin. His official residence and office is inside the Kremlin, though he's believed to spend relatively little time there and has multiple other homes. In fact, Russian officials said Putin was not in the Kremlin at the time of the attack, but so far he's not appeared or spoken publicly. Uh, We should note the Kremlin is quite expansive, many large buildings, and, and drones carry a limited payload. They cause damage, but it's highly improbable they could take out a specific individual in a large building. Still, with Russia calling it an assassination attempt, it indicates how seriously it's it's taking it and suggests there could be a very large-scale response. Okay, but the Ukrainians say that they did not have anything to do with this, right? Correct. Uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky is visiting Finland, and he addressed this question directly. We don't attack Putin or Moscow, we fight on our territory. We are defending our villages and cities. So a very clear response from Zelensky, which is notable. Uh, Ukraine is usually very coy when attacks take place inside Russia. The standard Ukrainian response has been to neither confirm nor deny involvement, despite this almost universal belief that it has been responsible for most or all attacks in the past. Uh, We know the U.S. has discouraged Ukrainian attacks inside Russia, and the U.S. has really set a red line for Ukraine not to use U.S. weapons in these kinds of attacks. Still, there's this widespread belief that Ukraine has been behind many of the attacks, but it has used its own weapons, not ones provided by the U.S. Greg, we've seen some increasingly brazen attacks inside of Russia. Can you tell us briefly what's been happening on that front? Yeah, these attacks keep hitting deeper and deeper inside Russia, almost always with drones. The Ukrainian military and private groups uh, have worked hard and often boasted about their expanding range of these drones. Uh, We've even seen Russian air bases hit a couple hundred miles inside Russia. That is NPR's Greg Myrie. Thanks so much. Sure thing, Juana. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.